Welcome to episode 116 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today, we are talking about fear, imposter syndrome, and betting on yourself. These are three things that absolutely affect every single entrepreneur every single day and can stop them in their tracks and can make it so that success is not going to be part of their future. Stick around for the good stuff. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, today we are talking about three things that can stop you in your tracks and absolutely prevent you from entrepreneurial success. And that is fear, imposter syndrome, and betting on yourself. Now, this particular episode is a little bit different from past episodes. Number one, because it was actually inspired by two different things. And another reason is because I'm editing this one myself. So my apologies ahead of time. If it seems a little choppy, now you know why. So I was watching a lot of different series. I was streaming some things. I was watching movies. And I was thinking a lot about what my next podcast episode was going to be. And I had some ideas. I had some different things written down involving fear and imposter syndrome. And then I had a conversation with my younger son, and he gave me something to really think about, which was betting on yourself. And so I thought, you know, this is a great time to combine all three for an episode. So fear is the first one. And when people talk about fear, the fear's got to come from somewhere. You could be the one who originates the fear, or it can come from someone else causing you to be fearful. Maybe they are saying something. Maybe they showed you something. Maybe they gave you something and it gave you real pause, actual fear for your future, for what is going to happen to you next. Maybe it made it so you don't want to do that thing anymore. You don't want to start that business. You don't want to start a podcast. You don't want to do this thing. You don't want to, whatever it is. So sometimes the fear is self-inflicted. Sometimes it comes from other sources. And the fear can also be a fear of failure or a fear of success. So if it's a fear of failure, it's probably a fear of how, how am I going to feel if I fall flat on my face? How am I going to feel if I try this thing and it doesn't work out? How am I going to feel if I you know, have a launch towards this product release? Maybe it's a book you're writing. Maybe it's a course you created. Maybe it's a podcast you're starting, whatever it is, to something that you're creating and you've got a big buildup. You've got a launch to this thing. And then that launch just doesn't go the way you had hoped the way you had planned, the way you really wanted it to. And how are you going to be appearing to other people? How are other people going to now start thinking about you? How are other people going to perceive that launch, that product, and you and your abilities? Well, when it's a fear of failure, in my opinion, 
that doesn't really truly change yourself. In other words, your S-E-L-F. It doesn't really change the self that you have. In other words, it's not really changing you. It's not really changing how you're going to behave in the world, how you're going to be perceived in the world, because the fact of the matter is people fail all the time. People fail every single day. And the vast majority of humanity cannot remember what they did two days ago, let alone what somebody else did two days ago. They are much more concerned with themselves, their own successes, their own failures, their own lives, their own everything. They're way more concerned with that than they will ever be by anything that you're doing, failure, success, or anywhere in the middle. They are much more consumed with their everyday lives and everything that's going on with them than any one thing that is happening to you, whether it's positive or negative. I feel that the fear that really trips people up is not the fear of failure. It is the fear of success because the fear of success will change the self that you're walking around with. It really will. And it will be much more likely, in my opinion, to affect people's views of you and your own emotions about your achievements if you succeed rather than if you fail. Everybody fails every single day and nobody's going to fail without trying. The only way you know for sure you'll never fail is if you never try anything new. You never step outside. You never go outside your comfort zone. You never try anything. You never, you know, do all of those things we talk about doing on this podcast. If you don't do any of those things, you will never fail. You'll stay very safe in your little bubble and you will never grow personally or professionally. But that's not what we want. That's certainly not what I want for you. And I know that's not what you want for yourself either. You want to succeed. But the fear of that new success of achieving that next goal that new level of success of starting the podcast or launching the course and now having a whole new thing out there that people can buy or writing a book and it's published and now people can buy it. And oh my goodness, what are they going to think when they read this book? That's a very vulnerable position to be in. It's something that's out there and they can consume it over and over. It is much more likely that that success will have a much more lasting effect on the self that you walk around with than any other type of failure that you may experience. I feel this so strongly, and I think that the reason why most people do not try things or why most entrepreneurs quit is the fear of success. It's not the fear of failure, because very likely before they quit, they've already failed. They've already failed at least once. So they know what that's like. What they haven't done is they haven't succeeded. And it's the fear of the unknown. That is scary. And the people that will tend to hold you back are the ones closest to you. Your friends and family will be much more likely to hold you back because they want to keep you safe. They don't want to see you fail. They don't want to see you upset. They don't want to see you cry. They don't want to see you be hurt in any way. They just want to keep you safe. And they're much more likely to also, in their attempts to keep you safe, 
hold you back and make it so that you're not going to fail or succeed. You're just going to stay put. It's the fear of the unknown. It's the unimagined, sometimes the unimaginable, the unimaginable. How will that feel to you succeeding in that way? How will people think about you differently? How might your life change? Maybe you can take vacations you never, you know, had taken before. Maybe you can buy things that you always wanted to buy and didn't feel that you could afford before. It's the fear of the unknown. You don't know how this could affect you. Especially when you're an entrepreneur, there are no ceilings. You create your own limits. The only limits that are there are the ones that you impose upon yourself. There's no glass ceiling. There's no any ceiling except the ones that you are creating all by yourself based on the fear that you're experiencing. Number two, imposter syndrome. An imposter is somebody who tries to be somebody else, somebody who's not really what they are pretending to be, how they're posing, how they're you know putting themselves out there. And a syndrome that is characterized by opinions, emotions, behaviors, and those opinions, emotions, and behaviors can be from you and from other people. So remember when I mentioned fear, and it could be the fear of success or the fear of failure, and it could be fear that you are imposing on yourself, or it can originate from others. Well, imposter syndrome can do the same darn thing. It can be from all this stuff that's from you and other people, not just either or, both, which makes it even scarier, potent, and terrible. People are really, really suffering from it. You'll never hear someone who says, I'm happy that I have imposter syndrome. They'll say they're suffering from it. Their face might be more of a grimace or a very sad face. Nobody is going to say that they're gleeful. They're going to talk about suffering from it. It's a syndrome and people talk about it as though it's a real sickness, an illness that I've come down with imposter syndrome. I have news for you. Everybody on the planet has imposter syndrome. Every single person. Every single time I do group coaching or one-on-one coaching, I do it at various times throughout the year. And every single time I will have multiple people tell me they suffer from imposter syndrome. And I always say, join the club. We all do. Imposter syndrome is not something you ever accomplish and get over. Everybody has imposter syndrome. Everybody. If you look at any professional athlete, they've got imposter syndrome, regardless of how much they have or have not accomplished in their life. Everybody has at least one thing they're trying to do that in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I'm not really good enough to do this. I can't pull this off. I'm not qualified enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not slim enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not educated enough. I'm not experienced enough. I'm not fill in the blank enough. I'm not enough. That is imposter syndrome. Everybody has felt that. I know you felt that before, and I know I have felt that before. It's not something we ever get over. It's something that as long as we are working to succeed, and as long as we are evolving, 
we are constantly working on imposter syndrome. It's a constant work in progress of trying to get better and trying to chip away, chip away, chip away at that imposter syndrome. And you never quite get there because when you might be able to tackle one type of imposter syndrome, another one pops up. You might have heard the phrase new levels, new devils. That's what it's talking about. You're just going to feel imposter syndrome about the next level of accomplishments that you're working on. That's all. So you never really accomplish it. You never really get over it, right? You'll be in a constant state of having imposter syndrome over something, at least one thing. So fear is always going to be there for something. You might be the one causing the fear. The fear might be coming from someone else. Imposter syndrome is always going to be there in some capacity. You might be causing the imposter syndrome. Other people might be causing the imposter syndrome, or maybe it's coming from you and other people. It's very likely that it's coming from both sides, you and them, which makes it all the more powerful if you let it be. Well, now what are you going to do? All right. So you've got this fear. You've got imposter syndrome. You're getting it from all sides. Now what? Let's think about life for a minute. Think about your life. You have this life, and it's not like walking into a casino where the house automatically has an edge. Now, if you know how to play some games, and if you play them long enough, and you really know the math behind it, you may, over time, have an advantage but that takes time. And most people don't hang in there long enough because they lose their shirts too fast and hopefully just get out of there. Or they keep losing, 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 and then they hang in there thinking that the next time somehow miraculously they're going to win. Well, that's not how casinos stay in business. So the casino will over time win much more than it will lose. You need to think about your life and who's in control of that. Your life is the opposite or should be the opposite of walking into any casino. You should have the ability to determine how every single day of your life is going to go. You may not be able to determine all of the events that happen. You may not be able to determine the weather. You might not be able to determine the environment that you find yourself in. You might not be able to really make the decisions for every single event that you go through in life. I understand that. However, you are 100% in control of how you view those events, of how you perceive that environment, of how you feel about that day and what you do to make that day, not just a good one, a great one. How are you going to spin things so that you feel great about that day? So that when people ask you, oh, how's your day going? It's going great. How do you feel? Great. Thanks. How are you? You're not just mechanically saying it. You really do mean it because you are in control of your day. You are in control of what happens. You are in control of the overall outcome. And I want you to think about the 1% advantage, the 1% where you're trying to do better every day. That's it. It's all you got to do. 1% is not going to overwhelm you. You just want to do 1% better. 
than you did the day before. You want to try 1% more. You want to organize 1% better. 1% better, that's it. That's not going to overwhelm you. It's not going to freak you out. It's not going to make it so like the world feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. You're not going to feel like that. It's just 1% better. And you know what? That builds on itself over time. And over one year, you're actually performing 37% better. If you do 1% better every day, then over the course of 365 days, you're actually performing 37% better. And that is an amount that it's like, wow, I'm doing over one third better. That is literally something that you can take to the bank. That is significant. 1% more, a little bit more every day means a lot in the long run. Try it. Try 1% more, 1% harder every day. And you will see over time does make a very significant difference in your life and in your business. You are in charge. You are the one who decides what happens, not just this year, not just next year, but every year. You are the one. You can make all the difference if you really want to. 1%. Just do 1% more today. Do 1% better today. Put in 1% more effort today. And then do it again tomorrow. And then do it again the next day. And keep on doing it. And at the end of this time next year, you will absolutely not only feel the difference, you will be able to see the difference because that 37% is absolutely significant. And you can totally do it. You have all the power to do it right now. If you start right now, that 37% is going to come a lot faster. Go ahead and start right now. Nothing is in your way. Nothing and no one is in your way to try 1% more, to work 1% harder, to achieve 1% more than you did yesterday. Try it. I think you'll be really, really happy with the outcome. I hope you found the information in this episode helpful. And I really, really want you to know that whether it's fear or imposter syndrome or whatever the events of 2020, 2021, or any given year have brought on top of your shoulders, you really do have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice in how you perceive the events. You have a choice in how you think about the events. You have a choice in how you let those events affect you in your today and in your future moving forward. You are in control and I know you can do it. I love you. I am here for you. Thanks so much for being here. Feel free to reach out to me anytime sign up for a 20-minute strategy call, bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie. You can leave me a voicemail on my SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or head over to my podcast page and leave me a message on the SpeakPipe there. You could go to my podcast page at bit.ly forward slash business fabulous, all one word, all lowercase. And right there in the very middle of the page is a bright orange button 
Go ahead and click it on whatever device you see that bright orange button on. Talk into the device that you are using, and you can leave me up to a 90-second voicemail message. I would love to know how you're doing. I want to know how you are going to obliterate the fear and the imposter syndrome in your life right now. I want to know, are you betting on yourself, and are you going to succeed? Let me know. I want to hear from you. I love you. You can do it. We'll talk soon.